Right, well now this is a first, never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay, there you go. The tab on your notes app titled Men I Trust may be short, but that shouldn't make you stray from the indie band with the same title. In 2014, Men I Trust formed peculiarly as a duo with only a classically trained pianist, Dragos Shiriak, and a jazz bassist guitarist, Jesse Karen, who met in high school in Montreal and continued to jam together during and after their time at Université Laval in Quebec, Canada. It would be almost a year before lead singer Emmanuel Pru would be asked to join, and another year before they put out their first and self-titled album. Crediting the inexpensive, highly supportive, and musically saturated atmosphere of Montreal, their humble beginnings would see success soon after, completely independent of a label or studio, most prominently with their 2018 single, Show Me How, which boasts over 320 million plays on Spotify alone. Their discography now includes five albums, their most recent being the, quote, untourable album, album released in 2021. They would even go on to be asked by Tyler, the creator, who saw a snippet of their song Uncle Jazz on YouTube to play at his Camp Flognall Festival in 2018 and even appeared at Coachella and Lollapalooza in 2019. Nevertheless, it is no understatement to say that the jazzy, airy, and electronic sound of Men I Trust and their carefree and organic attitude towards music and fame has captured the indie scene. Today's song is I Hope to Be Around, originally released as a, as a single in 2017, However, the version we will be listening to today comes off their album Forever Live Sessions, a compilement of live versions of 13 of their songs. The song not only exhibits the warm and fuzzy jazz feeling of their music, but the amazing way in which they impressively exude the same expression, arguably even better, live. I'm Bella, and you're listening to I've Got Ox on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7, and this is I Hope to Be Around by Men I Trust. I hope to be around to I've Got Ox. I'm Radio Free Hillsville 101.7. I'm Bella, and as usual, I'm here with Allie and Gavin, who was the blind listener today. So, okay, should we do first impression? Yes. Uh, I liked it. Okay. Yes. (laughs) You want to rate it? What are we doing on a scale? Uh, One to ten. Wait. Uh, what, What are we rating? Wait, what? No, you got to rate it, girl. You have I, one I'm the one rating it. What is this? Is Gavin's first show, actually. Oh, guys, I'm so new to this. You came up with this idea. Yeah, this was yeah, your idea. But, okay. Implement it, Gavin. Implement Give it, it a rating out of 10. Okay, out of 10, I'm going to say seven and a half. Okay. Nearing eight. Yeah, okay. That's, that's pretty high. Eight. That's pretty yeah, high. That is pretty because good. What I did do you like, like about it? I like men I, men I trust. Okay. And they're one of those artists that I don't think... I, I, there are certain songs that I like more than others, but their songs are all pretty similar that I don't mm-hmm. hate any of them. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, for sure. Um, I did appreciate that that was a live version because I think one of the things that happens with her vocals 
in the recorded albums is they kind of become too whispery mm. for some for my taste sometimes. So it's kind of yeah. hard to listen to. But I think because there's like a performance aspect to it, she was a little bit more articulate about what she's saying. And yeah. I can actually understand what she's saying. Like with that one song we listened to, what's it called? Uh, Show Me How. Is that the Did one? Did we, we listen to that? That's like the one I know. Oh yeah, mm. that's their most famous one. I I know that one line, show me how. Otherwise I have zero clue what she's saying the rest of the song. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. I did like that. That was like I felt like it was a girl singing to like in my ear instead of like this kind of whispery voice. Yeah. I mean I feel like definitely she's a very whispery voice, but you can understand what she's saying if you listen. Like, if oh. you're just listening, I know I'm not saying that, but if you're just listening Crap. in the background, yeah, you won't understand what she's saying. But yeah. if you like actually like try to, like, she's pretty comprehensible, but yeah, I guess it's a difference between like singing to yourself on your bed, yeah, and then like playing in front of a crowd. Yeah, you're just true. how you but articulate she wasn't, your words. I don't think this was in front of a crowd though, because there's a lot of other songs on this album that are also like. Actually, maybe. I mean, they. some of them are titled live sessions and some of them are garage sessions. Mm. So it just means they're all playing at once instead of... Yeah, I don't know for sure if this was like live, live, like at a show. Mm. Because, well, I mean, I guess it could be. I couldn't like find out. But some I've heard some of their other live songs that like you can kind of tell more that it's a show. Gotcha. Yeah. But anyways, I wanted to do the live version just because... It's such a good song, first of all. But And I heard it, and I was like, wow, great song, and I love this. And then I heard the live version, I was like, wow, this is even better. Greater song. And like, song. I wish we could kind of play both of them, because the beginning, like, it's the same song. It's just, like, the live version, it's, like, so much warmer. Mm. Like, like the, uh, I don't know. It's just, like, it's more, like, it's fuzzier. Yeah. Like, the, like, it, it feels a lot better. And I think, I mean... It's the type of thing when you listen to like the normal song or any of their normal like recorded songs, like you don't think like it sounds bad or anything like not, you're not like something's missing. But when you hear them do the songs live, it's much like it's it has like more of like a like an atmosphere. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to play it's it? heavier? I mean, yeah, you could play the beginning. of. All right, so of this is the, the recorded one. version. This yeah. is what you're talking about? Yeah. And then play the beginning of the live version so you can hear it because it's like really obvious. Yeah, it oh, is much yeah. warmer. You're it's right. It's so much softer. I like both. That's I know. Both of them are really good. Like, I think it, warmer is definitely a good modifier, though. Yeah. It's giving like fuzzy pajamas, like yeah. literally. You know what I mean? And I think it's just super impressive. Yeah. Super impressive because not that this is always anyone's fault, but it's harder to do a song live a lot of the time and to like mm -hmm. get all the same elements. And I think especially like a lot of their music and I was reading some interviews and a lot of people ask them this question about live stuff because uh, less so this song, but a lot, a lot of their songs are very like electronic kind of feeling yeah. and mm -hmm. people are like, how do you do this live? And they're like, well... We just no. do it. Like, I don't know. Oh. We have soundscapes with, like, pedals or whatever. And they just, they do it so well. Yeah. And, like, it, you would hear uh, the, one of their recorded songs and probably think, I wonder what this would sound like live and, like, maybe not expect the best. But mm -hmm. they just they just ate that up. Like, it's so good. Yeah, I, I think the coolest thing is the difference in the drum sound. Like, the drums are very, very loud and crispy. 
you know, yeah. not in yeah. a bad way, but in the recorded version. Yeah. And then they're very much more like, there's definitely like a towel over the snare mm. and they're playing with like, what are they? They're like, you've seen them, but they're like a l- bunch of little sticks taped together. As oh, a drum yeah, stick, yeah, yeah. And those just play a lot quieter. That's probably mm-hmm. what they're playing with. And it's just a very, more like trying to be quiet because everyone's in the same room. Right. You know, So I a- like it. Allie, I'm curious, mm-hmm. like, have you heard of them previously? Like, what was your vibe of them? Yeah. I mean, they're similar. I actually made a joke to Bella. And by a joke, I mean, I completely <laughs> mixed up Girl in Red and Men I Trust. Um, just as far as like the listening base, the style, this song specifically really reminded me of Claro's Bags for some yes, reason. Yes. Well, I, I kept kind of singing the chorus in my head. And I was like, what song is that? What song is that? It's Claro. It's Claro. So it, it's sort of that like feminine, not dainty, but there's like a, there's a softness to mm-hmm. it. It's, it's very much that feminine sound, the fan base, the culture around groups like Men I Trust is very much young women. Yeah. Or the, it, it tends to kind of gear that way. Yeah. Um, but which is very cool because then I, also by proxy, kind of boy genius, Phoebe Bridgers, mm-hmm. Lucy Dacus, like sort of. Who'd you say earlier? Girl in Red? Girl in Red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mix a lot of them. I'm, I mix a lot of them up because I wouldn't say I like go out of my way to listen to um, Men I Trust, but I've definitely heard, I don't think I've heard this song before though. It's very, I totally agree. And in fact, the way I, found out about men i trust was listening to claro yeah like, okay a couple years ago and like you know i cued a bunch of claro songs and then you know we'll start to play like random yeah. recommended stuff after it goes through all that and i think i heard show me how probably but sh- i didn't hear show me how first because i don't think i don't know it, it might have been but I i remember hearing lauren which is another one of their older songs from like 2016 around that same time and being like, this is really interesting. And I love this type of music, especially to like study to. I was like going to say. Do artsy stuff to. And some, it's really nice to find music that you can study to, but it's not. And I, I love like lo-fi and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes you want to hear words. Like, right. I don't know. But there's like a very slim like area of stuff that at least personally that you can listen to mm-hmm. that like someone's singing and you're not like focusing yeah it doesn't distract you <laughs> which is, i guess it's kind of like what you were saying about like you can't really understand what she's saying but like sometimes yeah. you don't want to know yeah. everything mm-hmm. and you don't have to you want to like, check out that's yeah. Yukon stevens for me yeah i listen oh, to carrie yeah. and lowell just like on repeat when i'm working <laughs> and so it's like i've probably heard that song more than like my mother's voice and yet <laughs> i don't think i could sing most of the lyrics so yeah. it, it's sort of like you yeah. either you're there for i think bella brought up like the atmosphere term mm-hmm. like you're you're there for the vibe of it maybe more so than lyrically but then if you want to check in lyrically at any point like it's there yeah mm-hmm. i do that with i mean i don't really have the option to check in because i don't know portuguese but i listened to a lot of bossa nova when i study because <laughs> it's it's like jazz which is nice but it's not super complicated yeah and they're all singing like bing bong, bing, bong, bing. <laughs> and they're like kind of like they get really close to the mic they're like whisper singing and it's in portuguese so you don't notice it. I don't. I just tune out the words, but the sound of words are still there. Yeah, nice. Which I, I agree is nice. Another thing about this song, while we're on the topic of words, is it's very. I mean, it's very dreamy, and mm-hmm. it's also very like it's abstract. Like you know, mm-hmm. she's saying like I dream of my future, like removed from the bounds of time and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think that's another thing that is like makes it easy to listen to, because. And I noticed this while listening to their music, like sometimes like the the like metaphysical and abstract stuff, it kind of just like puts your mind kind of at like 
I don't know if ease is the right word because yeah. stuff like that can also be worrying if you think about it too much. Right. But I, I, we were talking about um, in the last time it was my turn, I think, when we did um, Too Late to Turn Back Now, like the simplicity of lyrics. And so when I was listening to this, I was like, this is kind of like on the opposite spectrum, but right. weirdly enough, it kind of has a similar effect where yeah. like, you're, you can still listen to this and you're not like, oh, these like deep metaphorical <laughs> questions. It's just like, she's like, I dream in my future. You're like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I if also do. If you don't want to, you don't have to listen past to like what she's actually saying. Right. Yeah. You can just kind of dwell on those lines. Yeah. It, I think, it, like sounds like this, both like atmospherically and lyrically are more to me invitations where it's like, it's an invite if you want to look closer, but it's okay if you stay at the door. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's like, a great way of putting it. You can enjoy it and you can partake in it. And I know sometimes like hardcore fans of artists like this will get on softcore fans <laughs> for being like, you don't know every Fever Bridgers song. Like you don't know. Ah. It's like, what it's, if that's not the point? The point is maybe that that's just something yeah. that you Have enjoy. The option. Yeah. I think exactly. it is dreamy. That's a very good modifier too. Yeah. Like it is just kind of ethereal and kind of around you more so than like mm-hmm. in you. Yeah, exactly. You that's know? a great way to put it. I guess like what genre would this be? Is this like dream pop? Uh, yeah. Like, or like Bedroom? some people call this, what's it called? Shoegazer? Is it shoegaze? Mm-mm. Allie would know. Well, shoegaze, like maybe, yeah. Some of the I've the, like heard haunting elements. Around. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't really, I can't pretend to know exactly what that embodies. I just like know the vibe. Because what, what was that shoegaze song we did? That was uh, Brian Jones. Tom Brian Jones. Yeah. Oh. Shoegaze, shoegaze, like has a lot more. It has more rock. Maybe. I say, it sounds oh, okay. That makes sense. kind of influences, but this definitely does. Like that, that atmospheric, <clears throat> dreamy. It's just, I think, more, more feminine. Yeah. To it. Not that shoegaze has to be masculine. No, or feminine, but, I know but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's a little it, bit more. It's definitely more. It's lighter. But that's mm-hmm. why I think it works. Dance-inducing funkiness and soothe demeanor. Coupled hmm. with great vocal performance. Real. I think that's what Spotify has. I to mean, say. yeah. And I think something that like makes this genre really interesting is the jazziness of it. And this maybe yeah. is not like the best example of that, but I mean everyone knows Show Me How. And I think that like that's that's a pretty good example. Like I just love like the little like and like I said, the uh the bassist is like Ooh. oh he like graduated with like a degree in like jazz guitar. Or yeah, whatever. graduated like, with a degree in bass. <laughs> wow. And so it's and then they talk about in a lot of interviews how he has a lot of um like influence on the songwriting process and how that kind of comes out. But can we play the the intro to show me how? Yeah, sure. that bass is so nice. Very Mac DeMarco. Yeah. That, I mean, what a good intro. Yeah. Like, Mac DeMarco is dipped in honey. <laughs> oh my gosh. And more perfect. And less gross man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less cigarette fumes. <laughs> less gap between the teeth. Oh my, stop. <laughs> yeah, well. That's so funny though. I'm looking at this picture of her and she kind of is like a female Mac DeMarco. She has a similar vibe. But I've <laughs> also heard that she's like, Incredibly sweet. Oh, she looks like the like the quietest little like she lo- sweetest little woman. She seems really nice, and her name is Emmanuel, like your sister. Gavin. <gasps> That's and they cool. call and they call her Emma. That's, Wait, wow, isn't that cool? Yeah, but yeah, and they're French. Well, French Canadian, but you can hear at the end of that song they're speaking French. But yeah, mm. and another point I wanted to make, which I think is really interesting, which I made in my intro, but 
they to this day are attached to no one like this is awesome and they talk about like she and when an interview she was saying like i mean they keep a hundred percent of their royalties and that's what made them be able to like quit their job much earlier much earlier and stuff and i mean that is like almost unheard of Mm -hmm. today yeah that's very hard and the fact that they they are seeing this amount of success like completely by themselves like and they talk also a lot about what something i thought was really interesting was the uh they talk about how they i mean if they could if they wanted to they just can write a song record it and just release it all on the same day and they were talking a lot about how like wow uh you can which i had never thought of this but like you know it's a really long process to get your song like out there and publish and how it starts to like sound stale to you or something. And then you've already kind of like lost your love for it. Like once it actually comes out or whatever. And I think that definitely like plays a part in their music because they're so into it. Like you can feel like, like it's just, I feel like they're, they're like, their vibe is just so genuine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's such an old cool idea for your audience to have this song almost as quickly as you do. Mm-hmm. And so you both are experiencing it. That's exactly what she said in an timeline. interview. Yeah, that's so cool. It's very interesting that. too because it also like it it parallels the this kind of push to put music out constantly and very quickly, but it does so in a much more like meaningful way mm-hmm. than yeah. maybe for a good reason. Yeah, yeah, right. There's more thought behind it behind uh, other than just like profit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I saw this interview. That's funny. I saw something on Instagram earlier that they bought this house. Like outside of oh, outside of Montreal, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like snowy all the time. It looks like they're like in the middle of Alaska, and it's their studio now. Yeah, it's just like the little studio, and there's wood on the walls. So cute. Sweet. They so talk cute. a lot about nature and like their their like connection to it, it with their songs. It looks like mm. the perfect space to make music. It's beautiful. they just feel very genuine, and yeah. they say a lot of stuff like we. I mean, it sounds taboo, but they're just like. Or not to be cliche, but they're just, they're like, we don't care about being rock stars. Like, we don't, we like how it is now, and some people like us, and people come to our shows, and that's all <laughs> that's that matters. All that matters. That's how it so, is. And yeah. they'll have that legacy for a while, yeah. I feel. And that's yeah. how, that's our attitude on I've Got Ox, I think, you know? Yeah, except yeah. we are famous. <laughs> that's so true. We are, we are celebrities. <laughs> we're already rock stars, guys. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> Live podcast at uh, Camp Flog now, next year, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, awesome. um, that was Hope to Be Round by Man I Trust. And you're listening to I've Got Ox. I'm Ready for Hills at 101.7. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. See you.